This article is called Three Ways to Embody Your God Consciousness, April 28, 2020 by Kada Raushan, com. Sharing is caring. We are moving into an era where people are beginning to wake up to the fact that we have more power over our lives than we've been led to believe. We are realizing that there isn't one formula to life or one life path for all, but various ones, and we get to choose which formula is best for us and create a life around that. The best way to decide which life path is best for you is to embody your God consciousness. What is God consciousness? The short explanation is the awareness that that lives within us. Let me repeat that again. I got tongue tied. The short explanation is the awareness that lives within us all that allows us to think, imagine, feel, and analyze and interpret information. We have become so accustomed to these abilities that we no longer see the magic in them. We think it's something we quote unquote just do when in actuality we are using all these faculties to create our reality. In order to embody your God consciousness, you must learn how to deliberately and consciously use these gifts. Before now, everything outside of us told us what to think, how to feel, and what we should want in life. It was a simple process. We're all supposed to go to school, go to college, land a good job with benefits, buy a house, get married, have children, take a couple of vacations here and there, have a 401k savings plan, retire, and then die. Hopefully you can see how this can lead to stress and many people trying to fit into this one mold. Speed up a little more to today and you can add on the stress of being relevant on social media, how many likes you get, having the perfect body, taking the most trips, hiding your pain to portray you have a quote unquote perfect life, keeping up with the latest trends, being a savage and well, you get the idea. You can see how easily stress can turn into depression in these times. The only way to put an end to this mellow drama we now call life is to remember what you truly are. Believe me, you're more of a what than a who. You are energy, a slow, a soul, um, I'm gonna slow down and do it again. The only way to put an end to this mellow drama we now call life is to remember what you truly are. Believe me, you're more of a what than a who. You are energy, a soul slash spirit, God in the flesh, and you're the one who's supposed to dictate the direction of your life. Not your mother, father, family members, school teachers, the media slash government, traditions, friends, etc. As a child, we had no choice as we could only be guided by those in charge of us. However, as adults, it is our duty to remember and align ourselves back with the energy slash source that created us in the first place. Three ways embody your God consciousness, self-reflection. This will always be rule number one. In order to raise your level of consciousness, it is a must that you examine all aspects of yourself. Why do you think the way you do? What beliefs do you hold? Why do you feel the way you feel? Why do you react the way you react? Are your current habits beneficial to you? What areas of your life 
Are you carrying a victim mentality? What addictions do you have? The questions are endless, really. When you coach with me, Allie, I help you dig deep within yourself by asking these types of questions. Another big key is you have to completely be honest with yourself. This is the only way to truly get to the root of your problems. Here's a hint. If you do it right, you'll realize your answers always point back to you. If you still find yourself blaming others, you haven't dug deep enough. It may sound easy, but this poses a real challenge for many people. For one, people do not like to sit still. In today's culture, you have to always be busy doing something. And unfortunately, taking time out to spend solely with yourself is not on majority of people's list of things to do. I also discussed this more in depth in my online course, Awaking Your G-Code. There's a whole week that teaches on the power of proactive resting. Meditation. I won't get into it too deep here as there are countless articles, books, and YouTube videos describing what meditation is and all the different ways one can utilize it. Simply said, meditation is the process of focusing your mind for a certain period of time. It can also be a time to silence your mind, allowing no thoughts to flow through. This step is crucial because it allows you to become the government of your own mind. Instead of having randomly seeming thoughts firing off in your brain, you guide your thoughts in the direction you desire them to go. The better you get at this, you will inevitably Move up the mental and emotional ladder by controlling your own thoughts and emotions independent of what's going on outside of you. A true sign that you are embodying your God consciousness. Also, the more time you spend in silencing your mind or calming the mental chatter of your mind, the more inspired ideas you receive. The dots of your life start to connect and you have greater understanding of your life situations and the world at large. You begin to receive clarity and, and epiphanies and can even begin to receive divine knowledge through assessing the Akashic records. Honestly, I could sit in meditation all day as this is where I pulled most of my knowledge from. Study and understand energy. I believe we've all said or heard someone say, I'm not giving that my energy or positive vibes only. This proves that on some unconscious level, there is an awareness that we are energy beings and everything around us carries energy as well. Britannica defines energy as energy in physics, the capacity for doing work. It may exist in potential kinetic, thermal, electrical, chemical, nuclear, or other various forms. There are moreover heat and work. Example, energy in the process of transfer from one body to another. It's simple science really. Study what the human body is made of and you'll see that we have all the elements that make up energy. How does one think it is possible to pick up quote unquote weird vibes off of someone or to know that someone is lying to you without any actual proof because there's an energy transference taking place. And think about it, everything we use has an energy source from which it pulls energy in order to operate and function. Why would we be any different? Whether you believe in the Big Bang Theory or that an actual God in the sky said, let there be light. Either way, it is acknowledging that there was some sort of energy source at the beginning of time that energized or vibrated everything into existence. 
That includes you and me, your thoughts, feelings, and imagination or energy. They send a signal out which, which magnetizes and pull, in certain and pull in certain experiences. How else do you explain thinking of someone and then they call you? You send the signal out, they received it and called you. These are all imperative steps to raising your consciousness. But once you see the connection between how your inner reality creates your outer reality by way of the energy you are sending out via your thoughts, words, feelings, and imagination, this would be a major game changer for you. I can go on for days about each of these subjects, many other, many others that can assist you, but another part of embodying your God consciousness is learning how to find your own answers. As I stated, there are tons of articles and books on everything I've mentioned. This is just a brief introduction. However, if you want to go a little further, you can check out my book, Becoming the Master of Your Own Mind, The Beginning Path to Deliberate Co-Creation. You'll find more information in this book about the conscious and subconscious mind, how your beliefs and emotions dictate your reality, and various strategies to start your deliberate path to co-creation. If you found this article of any value, be sure to comment and share with others or check out more blogs, books, and one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions to assist you on your journey. And remember, sharing is caring. So I am a person who has this conviction. God consciousness is in non-Christians and Christians. I embody God consciousness. I am a person of self-reflection, meditation, studying, and understanding energy. I love being short and direct to the point. So, uh, this is upbeatimpulse.com. Super consciousness definition mindfulness. If you're embarking on the journey of exploring human consciousness, this is the perfect page for you. Learn about super consciousness definition, explanations, and inspiring quotes. A higher state of consciousness. Super consciousness definition is intriguing yet hard to explain. It's fascinating. Our consciousness has vast cognitive, spiritual, and creative power. But the mere concept of super consciousness seems vague and incomprehensible at the first moment. Also, it is an elusive ideal for most of us. Most of us have experienced enlightening moments where we suddenly solve a long-lasting problem or an amazing new idea just pops up in our mind. That's how the enormous power of our brain manifests. Learn more. Mindfulness meditation benefits. There's the link they provided. Super consciousness, a higher state of being. Human consciousness is a marvelous gift. Our consciousness is our drive that directs our thinking and acting. It is our amazing capability of assessing different possibilities, defining our values and who we are. It is a filtering mechanism. It drives the conclusions based on the input of information from the outer world. Since it's related to our values, consciousness defines who we are. Meditation is the dissolution of thoughts and eternal awareness or pure consciousness without objectification, knowing without thinking. Merging finitude and infinity. That's a quote from Voltaire. However, superconsciousness is miles ahead. It's a sort of so called higher consciousness or higher state of being. It is our mere consciousness on the higher level and its full strength and potential, unveiling the secrets of the spiritual world and universal truths. Superconsciousness definition explanation. Superconsciousness is to be fully awakened and focused on this moment only. 
It is to be focused on the mere life and observing the power of just being. And it is our means of surrendering to the present moment and discovering the hidden beauty of living in the life itself. It is shifting your focus from yourself, your body, thoughts, mind, and emotions to the divine life, energy, and impersonal being. This is the state where intuition excels, the sudden ideas outburst, and we are amazed by the secret patterns of it. In those moments, we can suddenly identify the hidden meaning of seemingly unrelated things and make new conclusions. Upbeat impulse, superconsciousness is to focus on the mere life, observing the power of just being. Superconsciousness definition implies that it's the state of full awareness by our perceptions, senses, thoughts and emotions are put to rest. It is the awareness for the sake of awareness. This is the state where you're aware that you are, you exist and you are a part of our universe. But all the other thoughts are put aside. This concept is great to use in order to embark on your spiritual journey. And personalization is a bit terrifying concept for many of us. It doesn't mean that you have to neglect who you are what your core values and life goals are, and is enjoying at least for one moment the completely relaxed state of our mind, surrendering to the being and feeling the supreme life energy. There's no coming to consciousness without pain. Carl Jung said that. How to tap into the subconscious mind. However, purifying your mind from all the thoughts, perceptions, and senses and surrendering to the void is not simple and easy. Why would we do in any way? Why would we do it anyway? What are the benefits of it? Getting rid of a swarm of thoughts is not easy. However, if you manage to unravel the secrets of the state of pure consciousness for one moment, perhaps you'll step into the beauty of life you didn't even know existed. If you seek a new way to relax, learn, and grow, then maybe it's the perfect time to get to know it and start practicing it. Eckhart Tolle, acceptance looks like a pop, acceptance looks like a passive state. But in reality, it brings something entirely new into this world. That peace, a subtle energy vibration is consciousness. This is the state where you're aware that you are, you exist, and you are a part of our universe while the other thoughts are put aside. Subconscious mind and power. We've got to keep using our minds occupied at all the times. Therefore, a pursuit of getting to the state of superconsciousness can be tricky. The pure awareness when all the thoughts and emotions are put aside seems attractive, but impossible. Is that really so? I guess that with a lot of practice, intention, and purposeful attention, we can achieve the supreme ideal for one moment at least. That will seem refreshing, energizing to our overwhelmed minds. If we keep our brain in a constant busy state when we, when if we keep our brain in a constant busy state, when are we going to rest? Also, if we're in the state of extreme tension, it reflects on our sleep too. We may have unpleasant dreams and wake up exhausted. Lao Tzu says the key to growth is the introduction of higher dimensions of consciousness into our awareness. What are the benefits of super consciousness? I've been researching this topic and came to the conclusion that the benefits of super consciousness state are ample and numerous. Energize and refresh mind and body. Our greatest human adventure is the evolution of consciousness. We are in this life to enlarge the soul, liberate the spirit, and light up the brain. Tom Robbins said that. When you get to the state of consciousness, all your thoughts are put to rest. You only, your only focus is the life energy itself. 
By getting rid of all the thoughts and emotions, your brain takes a break from the hectic daily reality and a swarming multitude of thoughts. You regain the focus you lost somewhere along the way, and your thinking is clearer and more reasonable than before. A short and restful break is important for your mind, especially if it's overcrowded with disturbing thoughts and, and problems. Yehuda Berg says the biggest breakthroughs in consciousness occur when things are difficult, when we have a choice to fall to the worst of ourselves or rise to the best of ourselves, reduce stress. We accumulate stress by being continuously exposed to deadlines, expectation and plans need to convert into visible results. By removing these factors from our life for at least one moment, we distance ourselves from the source of our anxiety. Therefore, as we come back to the regular routine, we will feel refreshed and able to tackle our problems again. If you feel overwhelmed most of the times, you might try this out. Spiritual journey, Judith right. When we learn new behaviors and break through to higher levels of consciousness and love, we can fulfill the deeper spiritual hunger within. If you'd like to feel the power of spirituality, keep reading. By putting our thoughts and senses aside, you can focus on the being itself and perhaps unveil some hidden secrets about life and souls known to spiritualists. The superconscious state is the ideal state for perceiving the beautiful secrets of life itself. Perhaps you enrich yourself with new perspectives and knowledge. Life satisfaction. Happiness is that state of consciousness which proceeds from the achievement of one's values. Ayn Rand. This is the pleasant consequence of reducing the level of anxiety due to distancing yourself from the multitude of daily thoughts. Therefore, if you remove stress for at least a few moments, you'll experience the mere beauty of a relaxed mental state for a while. Isn't that what happiness is about? Each time you feel that the amount of stress you experience is unbearable and you're stuck in the vicious cycle of anxiety, you can switch back to your superconscious state and get a bit of relief. Expanding our perception intuition, Albert Einstein. The intellect has little to do on the road to, dis to discovery. There comes a leap in consciousness, call it intuition or what you will. The solution comes to you and you don't know how or why. By getting into this supreme state, our senses renew for a while and we enhance our perception that way. We practice full awareness in the present moment only so that our senses can perceive the inner and outer stimuli more carefully. Intuition also benefits from this because we may unveil the secret patterns in life unreachable and unnoticeable to the human eye. We may even make more profound decisions and develop an inner sense of what's right and what's wrong without the possibility to explain it in plain words. More creativity. Creativity is a state of consciousness in which you enter into the treasure of your innermost being and bring the beauty into manifestation. Torkum Sare Darin. Sar. Ray Darwin. Okay. Our superconscious state can be a spark to our artistic. Our superconscious state can be a spark to our artistic desire. Artistic desire. By becoming more spiritual and mindful, we want to share our thoughts and revelations to others, and art is a perfect way to do that. Also, we may become more receptive to different forms of art and ready to express our experiences that way. Superconsciousness definition recap. I hope you enjoyed reading about superconsciousness definition. There are a lot of things that are yet to be explained in research, but we can agree that a superconscious state is beneficial to our body and mind at many levels. 
Have you achieved that state of super consciousness? I am a person of super consciousness and super consciousness is for non-Christians and Christians. Let me see. Okay, higher consciousness. How to achieve higher consciousness a step at a time? January 26, 2019. What is higher consciousness and how can you elevate yourself to a higher level? Higher consciousness has many names collective consciousness, Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, super consciousness, and God consciousness. Those, those names conjure up images of divinity and exceptionally, exceptionally high states of spiritual development or energetic vibration. Higher consciousness is spiritual or energetic awareness that transcends the mind's normal preoccupation with the past and the future. As you raise your consciousness, you awaken to the eternal limit nature of your being. Higher consciousness is ever-increasing awareness of the meaning of existence, your spiritual essence, and of the spiritual or energetic nature in all things. Now, you may wonder if it's possible to achieve higher consciousness, given the truly exceptional nature of the people associate with it. Well, the answer is yes, you can. But, but mastering the mind and realizing our oneness within finite ocean of energy is not easy. Why? First we see and then we believe, but, but ascending to a higher consciousness can only happen when we believe and then see. What are the three different levels of consciousness? If we, if we want to attain higher levels of consciousness, we need to understand how the different levels of consciousness act, categorize, our care. I'm sorry, they need to fix the writing. If we want to attain higher levels of consciousness, we need to understand how the different levels of consciousness are character, are categorized, are categorized. One interpretation, according to Sigmund Freud, is that there are three different levels of consciousness, conscious, pre-conscious, unconscious. The most common illustration used to depict these three levels of consciousness in, is an iceberg. What we see above the surface of the water is the conscious mind. What lies below the surface is the pre-conscious and unconscious mind. These are also known as the id, ego, and superego. I don't know if it is id, but it spells that way. What is heightened consciousness? Heightened consciousness is something that surpasses our ordinary conscious mind. It's the ultimate consciousness, the consciousness of higher self, universe, and God. It's something we're all capable of achieving if we can learn to shift our consciousness. What is a shift in consciousness? A shift in consciousness is the movement from one level of conscious awareness to another. Believe it or not, this phenomenon occurs frequently in our daily lives. We shift from state to state, from higher to lower levels of conscious awareness, depending on our circumstances. How we get stuck in low consciousness, we believe we are separate from everything else, alone and vulnerable, and we get stuck in low consciousness because we are convinced that we are alone, separate, and disconnected. But are we? 
Imagine an ocean of pure loving energy that is infinite and eternal. As part of that ocean, where do you begin and end? What are your boundaries? Look at the photo of the droplet of water above and see if you can spot it once it enters the greater body of water. You can't. And when it comes to the universal energy field, there's no surface, no boundaries. And so we can never, ever be separate from it. We, each and every one of us, are the ocean of conscious energy. At the higher levels of consciousness, we no longer feel separate. We feel known, experience oneness with the universal energy field. We are points of energy, energy has no limits, only characteristics. How to elevate your consciousness. The meditation of the spiritual practices, including awareness, mindfulness, development of intuition, and the teaching of the ancient spiritual masters, you can elevate your consciousness to a higher level. The beauty of spiritual awakening is that you are not, quote, unquote, becoming anything. You are simply awakening to your true nature and awakening your dormant faculties. Spiritual teachers make us aware that we are operating as only partial conscious beings due to our untrained minds as well as a preoccupation with more base desires, preoccupation with, with preoccupation, I'm trying to slow down, but sometimes I'm with the time and not trying to be too wordy, but flowing, I'm still slowing down. So let me give myself grace and do it again. Spiritual teachers make us aware that we are operating as only partial conscious beings due to our untrained minds as well as a preoccupation with more base desires, preoccupation with the physical experience and its pain, suffering, desire, and impermanence, in parentheses. Most humans are in a state of being asleep even when awake, meaning we are blind to the true nature of existence. We see what we perceive to be reality, but what we perceive is seen through the unconscious lenses of our past conditioning, which is completely different from that of any other human being. That means that for every single person alive today, there's a different reality, a different truth. It's no wonder we fight so much. And on a deeper level, it means that each one of us creates their own reality and their own universe. Imagine if you stop seeing yourself as separate, how differently would you feel? You would see your face in the face of a stranger or an enemy. You would become patient, kind, and compassionate toward all beings. This is the beginning of awakening to your true nature as an infinite, eternal point of consciousness. When you learn self-mastery, mastery of thoughts and emotions, and embrace and embody the concepts of compassion, understanding, forgiveness, gratitude, unconditional love, patience, kindness, truthfulness, and humility, among others, you will reach a higher level of consciousness. How to transcend your thoughts for consciousness, but that is not the end of awakening at the exceptionally high levels of consciousness. You don't master your thoughts anymore, you transcend them. You become intensely aware of the true nature of reality without the constant mental chatter and critique of quote unquote, what is. This level of self-control is difficult because, but certainly not impossible to achieve. Anyone who is serious about transcending the mind and elevating themselves to that high consciousness can do so. Why is it a process of steps? The mind is difficult to master and it takes small incremental steps to master and then transcend it. You have to learn to master thoughts, emotions, your body, your mind's wandering ways and your propensity to mentally live in the past and the future. When you're able to see reality as it truly is, not through the lenses of your conditioning, when you're able to raise your energetic vibration to the right thoughts, 
words and actions, then you can then you continue elevating yourself to a higher consciousness. You can alter what can you do to achieve higher consciousness. You can alter your state of consciousness anytime when you meditate or pray, engage in yoga or the spiritual practice, have a quote-unquote religious experience or engage in activities that induce a trance, T-R-A-N-C-E. In these states, you can experience an equally real parallel world also of your own creating. One way to begin your ascension to higher consciousness right this moment is to think, say, and do things that feel good and right and avoid things that feel terrible and wrong. You will begin vibrating at a higher rate. The instant you do that, you will attract correspondingly high vibrating energies. Even a glimpse of your true nature is compelling enough to want to take on the spiritual journey. As you do the results in your physical experience, will be absolutely amazing. So I am a person of higher consciousness. I am a person of collective consciousness. I am a person of Christ consciousness. I am a person of Buddha consciousness. I am a person of super consciousness and I am a person of God consciousness. Higher consciousness is for non-Christians and Christians. Higher consciousness is something that most people live out. Collective consciousness is for non-Christians and Christians. Christ consciousness is for non-Christians and Christians. Buddha consciousness is for non-Christians and Christians. Super consciousness is for non-Christians and Christians. And God consciousness is for non-Christians and Christians. Let me make it clear. Higher consciousness, collective consciousness, Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, super consciousness, and God consciousness are lived out by non-Christians and Christians. Bam, case in point. I got one more to do. October 2nd, 2019, communitythriveglobal.com. Simply consciousness. What is Christ consciousness? To be awakened, to be conscious means to align our consciousness with the Christ consciousness by Claudia Navone, former fashionista, now editor and teacher of consciousness at the Divine University. Dearest readers, many of you have probably been raised in the Christian faith or other world religions. Personally, I was raised a Catholic and learned since childhood about the Christ coming to earth in order to teach us the principles of love according to the church catechism studies. But already at that very young age, I deeply sensed that despite loving the Christ teachings, I had no alliance of the heart with the Catholic church and was not in resonance with their religious dogma. Nowadays, I have of course, no judgment towards all the ones that find faith and comfort in the Catholic Church. As a spiritual being, I learned to have the greatest respect for all religions, credos, and beliefs, but the Catholic way was never my way to find our own way so much more important than to, than to just believe in something because we have been taught by others that this is the only path that will lead us to the spiritual truth. Although many years later, upon my spiritual awakening, I met again with the teachings of the Christ. But this time around, they were presented to me in a very different form than previously. And these new understandings offered me the revolution of my own heart until then had remained firmly closed. 
Firstly, I became fully aware that God slash source was not separate from us, but within us, within everything around us. And I realized that the Christ teachings were not just words of wisdom, but indeed pure consciousness, seeds of consciousness that we already carry inside. And through the process of receiving both the new spiritual learnings and the practicing of meditation. This Christ consciousness could simply grow and develop from within our own being all those magnificent Christ qualities of love and light that are always present in us. In the beginning of my transformation, I was taken back by these new discoveries so radically different from everything I knew before, but after a while, all started to make perfect sense. To be awakened, to be conscious, means to align our conscious with the Christ consciousness as the evolution and growth inside our awareness simply signifies to fully accept and embrace all the Christ principles. Love, compassion, patience, forgiveness, generosity, peace, faith, divinity, charity, oneness, humility, gratitude, non-judgment, and to include secular people, logic, reason, rationality, intelligence, and clarity. Those are all Christ consciousness traits too. I began to fully comprehend that the key was to be found not in listening to the teachings as just wisdom learnings of the mind only, but in being able to instead body them. To begin the merging of my own consciousness with the Christ consciousness as one was my own turning point, gifting me with the full insight of what meant to truly walk on the spiritual path. And as it is within me, it is also within you. The answer to our evolution lays in the shift of consciousness that must occur when we are called to open ourselves more spiritually, kickstarting the process of enlightenment of all these parts of the self that don't yet hold the Christ consciousness qualities. This is the biggest difference between being in a sleeping state or an awakened state, the level of development of these beautiful qualities slash gifts of love that we all carry within us. These precious Christ qualities that propel us to live in an open-hearted state instead of a closed-hearted state. And now I'm inviting all of you to reflect and ponder about everything I just shared. Is it easy or difficult for you to comprehend that everything is already within you and all that you need to do is to simply open yourself up, regaining sovereignty upon your consciousness and therefore the whole of your being? Is it easy or difficult for you to comprehend that the Christ consciousness is intrinsically part of you? You can grow it from within like a beautiful garden that will gift you back the most delicious fruits of love and exquisite flowers of peace and ancient wisdom. By the way, ancient wisdom is for non-Christians and Christians. Is it easy or difficult for you to comprehend that to embrace Christ's consciousness will not bring us self-sacrifice, but instead all will flourish in our lives in the most positive way? Is it easy or difficult for you to comprehend that if, as the collective of humanity, I love being a part of the collective of humanity, we will not strive to nurture the beautiful qualities encapsulated within the Christ consciousness, all that is negative in our reality will never cease. And now please give yourself some time to digest it all without judging yourself anyway. Oh, by the way, research and evidence are Christ consciousness traits too. I love including seculars and having seculars belong because we already know that in our society, we espouse faith-based people being included and belong, being fair here. And now please give yourself some time to digest it all without judging yourself in any way. To know that we are all equal and all capable of bringing our own little piece of the puzzle towards making a better world is so very important. As important as the full realization that we all have God within us, that we all have Christ within us and we're not separate in any way from our own divinity. 
when we shall see clearly our own divinity and the divinity of others without any more blindness and blaming, then we will truly witness great positive changes on a massive scale. When they say blindness, they're talking about inner blindness. We should all begin this process now and grow inside our own heart the seeds of love, compassion, patience, forgiveness, generosity, peace, faith, divinity, charity, oneness, humility, non-judgment, gratitude, research, evidence, logic, reason, rationality, clarity, and ancient wisdom. In order, to con in order to contribute to the creation of a more equal society, more respect towards Mother Earth, or some people say Father Earth, some people say um, non-binary Earth, it is all about putting our own energy and consciousness where it is mostly needed, where there is indeed the biggest lack of awareness. And usually this is to be found in all the hearts of the ones that forgot the beauty and simplicity of the Christ consciousness teachings. The very teachings that could transform not just our lives, but also the lives of others to be truly graceful and filled with greater meanings. To be awake is simply to remember all my love and light until next week, Claudia. Oh, this is my last article. Okay. Secularity is a Christ consciousness trait, just like faith is a Christ consciousness trait. You can grow both of those seeds and you can have both of those traits in this world that we live in. Real quick, I also want to say that when I think of universal humanism, here, when I think of universal humanism, spiritual humanism, and integrative humanism, this is my definition. Examining tradition, embracing the entire human diversity, a strong emphasis on social justice, all around justice as well, caring for the poor, the oppressed, all the oppressed, environmental stewardship of the earth, compassion, more justice, mercy, and tolerance, political activism, all healthy activism, uh, loving one another. and living out the absorbed enlightenment from all sources of true wisdom. I am a person who thinks that all religions are attempting to point us to holistic human living. So that's why I respect all religions. I respect religious people, faith-based people, spirituality people, and pious people. I also think of myself as a spiritual humanist. Um, I'm a person of spiritualized humanism. You already know what the definition is. I'm a universal humanist and I'm integrative humanist too. Uh, 
I think all religions, when you deep think about it, are cut from the same cloth of living a life of being humane. It's being humane is the goal in all religions when you deep think about it. And so that those are the things I want to be said to. And uh, everything I'm saying are all aspects of higher consciousness to include more aspects of it. And the last thing I want to say here's my messages to society to society and higher to society and houses of worship, then I'll be done. Let go of your fear of social rejection. Let go of your fear of public ridicule. Let go of your fear of career derailment. Let go of your fear of losing members. Let go of your fear of losing house of worship members. Let go of your fear of losing choir members. Let go of your fear of losing attendees. Let go of your fear of losing visitors. Let go of your fear of losing guests. Let go of your fear of losing talk buddies, hangout buddies, associates, friendships, networking opportunities, money loss, foreclosure, partnerships, alliances, entities, organizations, companies, businesses, establishments, leaderships, faith-based and secular, pulpits, pews, congregants, congregations, choir laws, tithes, offerings, love offerings, donors, donations, funds, funding, We have to let go of all those fears. You have to let go of all those fear loss, those lost fears, those fear losses I'm just mentioned. And let go of the fear of murder, the fear of violence, the fear of hate crime. the fear of losing all statuses and all positions and the fear of being imperfect, the fear of gray areas, the fear of weakness, and lasting, the fear of wholeness. All those fears and those loss-based fears is what keeps people from higher consciousness, whether they're faith-based and whether they're secular.
that concludes all of my views on religion. Thank you for listening to me.